And you're very welcome to this episode of Opinions Matter, brought to you by Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award-winning CBD oil. Check them out at cbd.ie. On this episode of Opinions Matter, we speak to glamour model Ava Van Rose, who is appealing for help getting an education for her young autistic child. My son, to other people, is difficult because he's special and people don't understand it. And I feel that a lot of people are so ignorant towards a child with their difficulties. That's all to come. Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy. This is definitely a conversation that will interest you. If you have a child uh, who is on the autism spectrum, and the reason this conversation will interest you is because we are about to speak to a mother whose young child is on the autism spectrum, and she wants to talk to us about the difficulties that she's having in getting her child into early years learning. And um, she's based here in uh, Dublin. By way of introduction, I need to introduce her as uh, somebody that you may know from uh, social media. If you use Instagram regularly, uh, you may know this lady uh, from her uh, Instagram profile. And that is uh, Ava Van Rose is her social media profile because this lady, and this is just a by the way, and I say it as a by the way, by way of introducing her. Her name is uh, Ava Van Rose, but her real name is uh, not Ava Van Rose at all. Her real name is Bridget Byrne. And it is the Bridget Byrne and not Ava Rose that I want to talk to on uh, this podcast about the issues that she's having uh, with her child. So I'm going to call you Bridget. Good morning. Yeah. How are you, Bridget? How are you, you, Adrian? And the reason I just explained who you are, because people may follow you on Instagram and so on and be very aware of uh, your your public profile. But in real life, um, away from your uh, glamour modelling, you are... Uh, Bridget Byrne, and you, have, yeah. you have a, a little boy who is two years old. Tell me about your son. Uh, my son, AJ, I noticed from a very early age, um, he is the youngest of four children that I have. Um, AJ started showing signs of being different at an early age. Um, I he wasn't like the rest of my children, and I was aware of that. But as he grew, you know, he he started, you know, doing things and behaving in different manners. Like his speech was quite delayed. He was, you know, he he wasn't. He was having issues where he was like he had twitchy hands, he had twitchy feet. Um, he I didn't understand him. Like I didn't understand the behaviour of the child at the time. And it was like it was it was difficult. Like he he was crying for no reason. He wouldn't say words to tell me what was wrong with him. And there was no way of learning. My son AJ, he wouldn't um he doesn't even answer to his own name. So if you call him he doesn't acknowledge his own name. Oh, God. And, um, how old is he now? AJ is two and a half years of age. And I started bringing him to see doctors because I was like, this is not okay. He was become he becomes quite abusive towards me and lashes out. 
and he's only two and a half and it's it's difficult to understand when people are telling you your your child is bold and like oh like you know chastise him or you know my son doesn't understand the night step he doesn't understand like he doesn't understand no like I, I can't talk to him like the way I would talk to my other kids and tell them go to your room you're bold like not that that is even away but like you know if you're annoyed you, you can't do that with him you know my son he goes into meltdown over the slightest things and these meltdowns can be about five times a day and they can be over anything like he won't have anything touch his hands he won't keep shoes on his feet so I acknowledged all these signs were different to my other children because you know my other children range from the age of 13 to the age of two so I'm you know what I mean? After being a mother and coming from a large family myself, I, I understood that this was different behaviour. So I went and I got him looked at, you know, I brought him to um, my health nurse and, you know, she looked over him and I brought him to a doctor. He was referred to a specialist doctor. Um, they had said, like, the child was on the spectrum for autism and that when they done the test with him, he failed every test um, that they had put to him that they, they classify as being normal. Okay, so like a normal, and I want to use that word because I don't think there's any such thing as normal. My son to me, he is extremely clever in other ways, but he will not take advice. Like if you tell him like, look at the blue ball, he will point out a picture of the green frog. You know, and he will tell you that's a green frog, grip it, grip it. But he would be a, quite a difficult child that, to be taught in a normal school, in normal surroundings. Okay, so, because, at, at, yeah. at, sorry to cut across you, but at, at two of and course. a half now, mm-hmm. obviously uh, you're looking at getting him into preschool to start him off on, on his educational journey. And yeah. that's where the problems really get difficult. Yeah, like I, I went, I'm after contacting every single childcare facility and crash in the whole of South Dublin. I'm back living in Dublin the past six months and I have contacted everywhere. And I'm constantly at it because he told me September that a lot of people wouldn't have turned up to crash or wouldn't go into childcare. And like I assumed that this was an issue because of COVID, but when they're ringing me back and they're talking about the waiting list, I feel as though they're being judgmental and nearly being racist in regards to children with special needs. When it's being put to me... No, when I'm I, being, I, 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 sorry to mm-hmm. cut across you again, but mm-hmm. we do know that this year, partly because of COVID, partly mm-hmm. because of uh, demand, that the, the demand for crash places this year is higher than it's been in years. Could that be mm-hmm. the problem? Or do you believe that as soon as they become aware that your child is on the autism spectrum, they're immediately backing off? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something for, as an example, um, Adrian, I had a call back from a crash, like a random call back, and they were like, you know, they were talking to me about the crash facility, right? And they started gathering information based on what they what they wanted to know for the crash. Had my child got any allergies? Had he any medical history? Had he any learning disabilities? Was he potty trained? The normal things that they ask, the, 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 the requirement, ask, yeah. yeah, the normal things. And as soon as I explained that my son was on the 
on the autistic spectrum and that he has special needs. I'm his mother and his needs are, they are special needs. They are needs that need to be met in a special way because you cannot talk to him like you talk to other children. He doesn't understand. So you need to show him a lot of stuff. Like, um, and what I felt as soon as I would tell them that, they would say to me, oh, well, like, um, there's no places available next year. Okay, so it's, and o- it's only, it's only yeah. at that point, the point mm-hmm. where you mention your child's uh, special needs, that he's on the yeah. autistic spectrum, yeah. suddenly then after that, there's no places. Yeah. It's instantly after. I do. Now, I have broken down. Like yesterday, I literally felt like I was having a breakdown. I literally poured my heart and soul out to a girl on a phone, a manager from a crash, and I was literally crying my eyes out. I was like, it, it's so difficult. My son has special needs, and I have other children. And, you know, you know, being able to talk to them and, like, I'm sitting here going, like, I, I need this support. My son needs this support. I have my son 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I do not have any family members that support me with that child because I feel as though they think that he's a burden. They, I don't get anyone that offers to mind him, take him out or do anything with him because he's hard, you know? And it is, it does come to a point where uh, you're sitting. Uh, sorry, let me ask you then. Yeah. What is that doing to you? It sounds like it's really. I'm. I am. I. It's. It's actually destroy. It's actually destroying me to not be educated enough to be able to handle. Like you know, I don't feel like there's enough education to be able to support my child out there because, like, we don't plan on having a child with special needs. We do not plan on you know having to have a child with disabilities. So for the fact that I'm only you know I'm he's only developing and I'm only starting to learn that the child has special needs. It's, it's very hard. Like I'm, you know, me trying to be just a normal person and a mother without anything else, without work, without anything else. It is, it is horrible. Like I already suffer with, you know, mental health and I have ran these places crying my eyes out, begging for somebody to try to help to support me and my son and like never once do I sit here and say like, oh, you know what I mean? It's not because they, these people have met me personally because they haven't. They've only spoke to me over the phone. So it doesn't matter what walk of life I'm coming from or how much income I make or who, what I do for a living. Uh, my feeling is that my, my son is totally just being, you know, m- made feel like he, he's not wanted because he's autistic or on the and, autistic and, and can, spectrum. Can I ask you, is that how you mm-hmm. feel? That yeah. your, your little two-and-a-half-year-old boy is just not wanted because he's yeah. on the autism it, spectrum? Yeah, it really is. I have three older children, and I have never once had a problem with them ever getting into a crash or a facility or childcare or having babysitters. It is just because my son to other people is difficult because he's special and people don't understand it and I feel that a lot of people are so ignorant towards a child with their difficulties they just think they don't want to be around it like I have friends and I love my friends and they're there for me but I do feel that when I'm around people that I feel that when my child has a meltdown 
I feel that people are going to judge me and look at me and, you know, they're judging my son and I'm being judged as a bad parent, you know, because I, I know that this is his way of reacting. And I know this is his way of coping and he can't tell me exactly what he wants. And, uh, you know, it is, it is, I do feel that it is a form of racism and people don't want to understand. They're so oblivious to the fact that there's something, you know, that the child has, you know, special requirements and a special way, special techniques. And I feel a bit lost on the scenario because I don't know where to turn to. I don't know who to be able to contact. I don't know if there's support systems because I'm here by myself with my kids trying to do the best that I can do. And, you know, it's two and a half years on my own with a child that has special needs with no support. It is, as you know, it comes to the stage where I'm like, he needs to be in an environment where he can socialize. And there's things that I don't understand. Mm. Like, I am not qualified in, in these categories. Can I, can I ask you, mm-hmm. is it not a case, um, mm-hmm. Bridget, that uh, creches just aren't set up to deal with and to educate children like your uh, your son? I, I, I'm not sure. Like, I've never... This is my first situation ever being like this. And to be honest, I understand when you don't have... You, people don't necessarily understand till they're in the position themselves the difficulties that people have in Ireland and the people that have got children with special needs are going through and I never understood it before but it's, it's not and, that and I, from what I'm hearing from you this is part of the problem here that you're, yeah, you're only learning yeah I'm only learning like I would have been oblivious to the issues that people had before and how it, cons- it consumes you as a person and it's your drive to be able to provide for your child just for them to be able to be normal or be treated like normal or just have their normal basic human rights as a child is just grueling. Like you have to fight for everything because no one cares. It just really feels like no one cares. No one wants to listen if you're different. And that's that's what I'm getting from this, and it and, is uh, and so I, heartbreaking. I know from your uh, social media that uh, you've been interacting with other parents dealing with the exact same thing. I have, yeah. Like I have said it a few times on social media, but yesterday I was like, it literally got to the stage where I'm like, I am, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm just a person. I'm just a woman. I'm a mother, and this is getting to me, and I'm like. You know, I'm having really, you know, depressive episodes because I can't support my son in the ways that he needs support. And I feel uneducated about it because, like, the people that I'm reaching out for for support is not there. And how am I supposed to be able to support my young child? So I was, I reached out to my social media, you know, you know, people on my social media to be able to ask them, you know, who else? is in this situation who else has to go through this and the responses were shocking like that there is so many other people in ireland right now at this moment going through that struggle that fight and that heartbreak to look at their children and have to say like my child is different but he is special to me he is different he has of course he is of course he is you know his 
Let me let me read out a couple of messages. I have a, a caller I want to go to in a second, but let me read out a couple of messages. Uh, Anthony says, my heart is breaking for that mother. It's disgraceful what she's going through. It's high time for the Irish government to do an ad campaign to raise awareness on autism to educate ignorant people, says that message. And Rosanna says, my heart goes out to this girl. Unfortunately, this go- isn't going to get any easier. People will always judge, even though they have no idea. People are afraid of aust- uh, autism for whatever stupid reason parent of two autistic kids here there are face groups uh, facebook groups that she can join where she'll find other parents who understand what she's uh, going through and that's from rosanna lovely message uh, rosanna yeah um and uh, uh, rosanna a parent of two autistic children let me go to um line two and on line two i have uh, rachel who, uh, Rachel, you've been in this situation. You have no, uh, children children yourself yeah, on the autist, uh, autism spectrum. Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm actually really emotional listening to her. Um, God, I can't believe I'm even emotional. Um, because how she's speaking, I've went through every single part of that. And, and you do, you genuinely do feel like your child is aborted. You feel like they're unwanted by everyone and anyone. And you feel all, and and you feel worthless. You feel like a, the most, I have to say, the most worthless person and the most worthless parent. You feel like you caused it. You feel like you caused this for your child for some unknown reason. Um, and, and and that's the feeling that I got from uh, talking to you, Bridget. That you feel you're to blame because you're not educated enough on how I to. I do. Like I like I I feel like you know what I mean. I wish I had more education based on special needs to be able to do yeah. more for my son. Do you know what I mean? Like it is. It's it's the most isolating, scary feeling ever to feel like you're failing. Do you know what I mean? You feel like a failing parent. Like yeah, Bridget, can I can I just say to you? I can genuinely, yeah. genuinely, and I felt it. I felt it so much, and I'm just trying to still feel it. I think every parent feels it, but I, I genuinely promise you, it does get better. It's always going to be hard, but it does get better. There is support during the child gets into a crash. And I can actually put you onto a crash. I can actually put you onto someone. Jeremy has my number and he can pass it on. I can put you onto mm-hmm. it. It's an autistic crash. And they yeah. specialize and they're based all over in Dublin. And when I say they work wonders to get people into it, they, they will not leave you just by the wayside. This group are just, they are amazing. Absolutely amazing. They will, they will even for kids. And, that, uh, and that, 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 that crash is based in Dublin, is it? It's actually, am I allowed to say the name of it? Please do, yeah, yeah. Johnic. Print crashes all through all different parts. They specialise in in being the autistic kid. I can yeah. honestly say for my son, my son was like that. I remember, like, he, my son had been through about five to three crashes. And I, I remember the last one, he lasted an hour in. They were, and they were like, no, just take him. We can't deal with this. And every time I would try and we sit down, yeah, and I would sit down and I would be so angry. I would be so angry because I I could see where his difficulties were and I could see why he was reacting like this. And I yeah. expected people in the childcare, yeah, I expected people in the childcare kind of career, I expected them to kind of have some knowledge. What I find is that they need a lot of education in that, that area. Mm. A lot of them don't have the qualifications to deal with autistic kids, but there is also a new... Um, it's a new scheme, say, available. It's called AIM. 
and for kids going into preschool and in crashes to have a diagnosis. And what they do, it's basically like basically like giving them like an SNA and trying to teach the crash that they're in about the different techniques that work with them and all. So I have a number for a girl and Johnny. Uh, so can I can I ask you um, what's okay. the name? Because uh, I didn't quite hear you the last time. What what was the A-M- name? A I M A I M. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Um, I I actually is in Montessori or something like that. It's the actual like name. I've um, I've actually already went through. Um, I actually contacted myself. I contacted Tusa for family support services to be able to try oh, to get, get a day. Yeah. Yeah, I, ac- I actually did. I actually got the act oh. the government actually did because I I suffered very bad from um a miscarriage straight away after I had AJ and I was really sick from post-traumatic stress disorder so of course I blamed that my son had issues on myself you know I did I blamed it on myself so they they, like Tusla actually you know they went through the effort of getting me the support system but my issue is like I have support from Tusla, you know, from, from, you know, the Child Protection Agency to be able to get my son a placement, but nobody will take him, you know. If that's the worst case scenario, was like that I actually reached out because I was blaming myself for having depression and being sick on my son's learning abilities, you know what I mean? None of this is your fault, none of it. I promise you, none of it. I know how you feel, I genuinely really do. And I know even me saying this isn't going to help, but it really is not your fault. It's not. It's, it's just one of them things that, at the moment, is unexplainable for a lot of kids. I will say this. I have a number. Yeah. What, I, what I'm going to do, number. what I'm going to do, if it's okay with both of you, is I'm going to put yeah. you uh, both in touch with each other, yeah. which is very constructive. I'm, I'm really delighted that we can point you in the in the right direction towards a crash that can uh, yeah. uh, educate your child uh, in the oh, way in which he needs what? to. And, and uh, sorry to cut across you, but in in terms of uh, Rachel, uh, it, it appears to me. Yeah. That the vast majority yeah. of creches, and I know this is the point that uh, that Bridget is trying to make, the vast majority yeah. of creches just aren't set up to deal with uh, children, particularly with with quite severe you? autism. Can I be honest? I don't think it's that they're not set up. I think it's that they don't want to be. But maybe so, and I that's mean, uh, well, that's certainly the reaction. I went through a total of nearly nine creches with my eldest son, or with my with my like with my eldest son that has special needs. Um, and I actually found, and I found the same situation, exactly the same for my daughter. It was the exact same response I got from my daughter. But I never stopped, and I fought for them, and I fought for them. And to this day, like any other parent will do, and does do, we fight for them. Do you know what I mean? We just have to fight a little bit harder. Okay, so it, it, the, the, the yeah, end result of this conversation thing. is, though, uh, Bridget, we are going to put you in touch with a woman who can point you yeah. directly at a yeah. crash that can... Uh, not only, well, we don't know if there's places available, let's hope that there is, but... Uh, you know what, even if there isn't places, Adrian, they, I have never, ever known them just to leave people aside. They literally, they'll keep in contact with... That is fantastic, okay, well then... 
they're absolutely, I mean, they are, if there was more of these places, there would be less of this for kids. Okay, well then really that's fantastic. And I really appreciate you uh, getting in contact with us, Rachel. And we will uh, put you in touch uh, with Bridget. And Bridget, that's that's a result. That's a, that's yeah, definitely no, a result. She's a, she's a lovely girl. Like, and it's so, it is, it's so nice. Like, I know it sounds, it's so comforting to hear that somebody understands you because it is a very lonely, isolating situation mm. to be in when you're dealing with a child with special needs, you know what I mean? So just to hear that someone knows and understands what you're going through is like, you know what I mean? And, is, and, is, the offering the, off. and is offering the hand yeah. of friendship and help, which is fantastic, exactly. it really is. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, like I said, that is the result. And we're going to keep in touch with you. We're going to see how you get on, uh, Bridget, mm-hmm. with uh, that uh, crash. AIM is the name of the crash. And uh, we'll put you in touch with Rachel and you can uh, talk to each other. And uh, hopefully, hopefully this will point you in the right direction. So, like I said, it's a, it's a result. I'm very, very happy that you uh, spoke to us on today's Opinions Matter. And thanks very much indeed for talking to us. Thank you so much, Adrian. Thank you. All right. Thanks very much. Thank you. There you go. Bye-bye. That is uh, Bridget, who uh, you may know from social media. She's also a a glamour model, but we decided to deliberately use her um, real name, not her stage name, if you like, uh, about the difficulties that she's been having uh, getting a place for her uh, child in crash. And fingers crossed uh, we can make that uh, happen for her. A few messages, just people saying things like, you're not failing you can hear the love you have for your child children need uh, love first and uh, many more messages with uh, similar uh, issues but i really do appreciate um uh, that caller d- helping us and pointing us in the right direction and rachel as we said we will put you in touch uh, with bridget and we can get that sorted thank you very much indeed for listening to this podcast of opinions matter if you enjoyed it you can uh, click subscribe or follow And every time we upload a new episode of Opinions Matter, you'll get a notification. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.